It's the last week of December. It is. And uh, we're going to get recording here on the final uh, Scavenge franchise. Mm. So it's going to be a good time. And for those of you that don't know, I'm Steven. I'm Kevin. And this is Loot Time. All right. So you guys have been with us for three weeks so far of our uh, shortened episodes um, hopefully everyone is enjoying them. Right, yes, new um, format. Yep, so as long as it went well, we're going to continue this on to uh, future months. And then cause... we're just going to get a flood of hate mail. Yeah. It's God, too short. No, go back to the long ones. We like spending time with you for an hour and a half. I could just see that. But, uh, so like we mentioned, um, this month's theme of December was scavenge. Um, we've talked about several different franchises. Uh, this last one that we're going to talk about today is Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Loot Crate obviously closes on the 19th of every month. So by the time you hear this episode, uh, it'll be passed. Um, so hopefully you guys picked up your Loot Crate box by the 19th. And starting in January, we'll let you know what the next uh, theme is and what franchises we'll be talking about. And so let's get rocking and rolling. But before we go to Aquaman, uh, we always answer a fun question. question. So this week, uh, you must scavenge to survive in the world of the last video game you played. What is it? And do you survive? You want me to go first? Sure. Okay. Well, last video game I played was... The Division. Ooh, I, I was thinking something different. I was thinking Red Dead Redemption Red, too, yeah. but, but you've been busy in I've between. Been busy. I've been going back to the previous games. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with The Division... Is it like a, not a spy thriller, no, like a... Sort of. It's like a, it's a Tom Clancy drama right. thriller yep, yep. Um, that takes place in New York, um, and there's... I. There's somebody, like a rogue agent or something like that, releases a chemical bomb, and it uh, creates a pandemic within New York City, and now there's sections of the city that are kind of like Arkham City. Each sector has its own set of rogues, if you haven't played it. Like, you've got people with flamethrowers, people with guns, and they're just like regular thugs. Is it futuristic, or is it more nowadays... I think it's, like, present or within the next couple of years. Okay, so not high-tech, like, not crazy no. tech stuff. And this is an older game. Right. Correct this me if I'm wrong. Like, this came is... out a few years ago, okay. and there's, like, a lot of hate towards it. But um, basically, you join the, I think it's, like, the JTF. You're just your average Joe person, civilian, trying to survive, but you're trying to serve to overcome this so everyone can feel better. But, I mean, you're collecting weapon parts, fabric... Um, tools, technology to build and craft your own so weapons. So you are scavenging. You are you're, you are actually scaven- scavenging nice. in this game. Nice. That was a good 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 thing you played it for this episode. Right. Then yeah. So would you survive if you were the Joe Joe average citizen and you had to go scavenge? Is this a world you could 
I think so. They the, there's different safe houses that they've used. Like there's gymnasiums and schools, uh, firehouses. Um, I think um, what's the train station? Uh, the main train station in New York City. Uh, Grand Central Station. Yes. They made a, a base of operations in there. Okay. So, like, they've made, like, homes and their sectors, like, of medical, police, and whatnot. Um, so it's a good core group of people you'd be able to... Right, group with or go out by yourself. I think so. If I had, like, the training from all, like, these leftover police officers and SWAT people telling people how to become an agent to fight the bad... Um, yeah, I I think so. All right. Well, see, the last game I played was Watch Dogs 2. Ooh. So if you guys don't know what that game is, it's take Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. and change out hookers and drugs with technology. And hacking. And hacking and stuff like that. Now, they're still stealing cars and guns and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um now, I don't, maybe I haven't, I've played Grand Theft in a while, but in Grand Theft Auto, you steal a car, the cops come after you. Right. In, in Watch Dogs, as long as you don't do it in front of, like, a police officer or anything, usually you, you can away. steal a car and get away with it, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. But, going around the city, you're, like, hacking other people, uh, stealing their money, sending them fake texts, you can, like, <laughs> a random citizen on the street, like, let's say you're in a gang fight. Mm-hmm. You can like hack someone's phone and and basically tell the cops that they're like a terrorist, and the cops will come up and try to attack them. them. And then so you got like a group of people you're fighting, and then police showing up for this one random dude because he's a terrorist. Um, So you can kind of get away. Uh Um, It's definitely a fun game. I I mean, I enjoy playing it, and like I've mentioned in the past, I like hundred percenting games. So this is just one of those games I go out and go through it, scavenge and pick out like all the hot spots, all the um, data caches. Mm -hmm. um, upgrade all my uh, weapons, weapons, computers. Yeah, and then then this one you got a drone and you got a little like car remote control car. Yeah, really. Yep. Now this one. This one takes place in San Fran. Yes, it does. Well, San Francisco, Oakland, and, like, the Silicon Valley. Oh. So, like, so all three cities are there. So you pull up the map, all three cities are there. So it's Hmm. huge. So driving from, like, San Francisco all the way to, like, Silicon Valley or over to Oakland, you know. Right. Takes time. Now, obviously, they have fast travel, um, which, funny enough, (laughs) I don't use. I'm like, I feel like it's cheating, to use a fast travel to an area. And you could miss out on something. Yeah, I mean, I guess right now I'm at the point of the game where I've gotten all the... I've done all the side quests. Mm-hmm. And I've done pretty much all the finding, all the special random stuff. So I think I'm at a point in the game... I'd have to turn it on again, but I think I'm at a point in the game where I can just beat the rest of the story story and, and, and finally be done. Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of nice. I like... So you play this game and you do all the side quests by, mm-hmm. by the... So there, I think there's a total of 11 story mode, like, levels. Okay. And I think by the time I got to, like, five or six, mm-hmm. I had unlocked all the side missions and all everything else. So I could literally just focus all my attention on playing all the side stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now that I'm all done with it, I can go back and play the main game. Well, that was um, kind of like uh, doing the side stuff is fun because there's people that go for the main stuff. And it's like, but then there's a lot of extra stuff that you miss and. Uh, one of the aspects in the division is like it almost forced you to do the side stuff 
because in the base of See, operations, nice. yeah. um, you had to upgrade each facility of like uh, the police and the medical and whatever the other one was. So if you did these side missions, you would gain certain points that you could use in those specific areas to upgrade them. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So would I survive in Watch Dogs? You know, if I was a hacker, maybe. You could steal people's money and identity. and. Yep. But if I was just an average citizen living in the video game world, mm-hmm. well, maybe. I don't think I'd be as high profile. But then again, you could be the most random person on the street. You could steal my money. You could right. watch my texts. You could do a lot of stuff. So, I mean, I'm kind of techie, but not 100% techie. So but the more you use it, the better you could be. I could be. And as long as I scavenge for all my stuff mm-hmm. around the city, that could be good. Although it it, it is... The funny thing is, is just like Grand Theft Auto, if you're stealthy enough, mm-hmm. you could beat the game without letting off a single shot. Really? You could. It's kind of like, the funny thing is, but where's is all the these, fun in that? I know. It's, it's really <laughs> funny with all these games out there, you mm-hmm. know, like, like Metal Gear Solid, Grand Theft, Watch Dogs, um, even like Call of Duty, like all these games, mm-hmm. it's all stealth. It's like, you don't want to alert the enemy. Alert the enemy. Which yeah. is weird because in a game dedicated to guns and violence, you want you're not firing a single shot. Right. Like so, in Watch Dogs, you're using your taser more than any other weapon because it doesn't make a noise. Mm-hmm. The guy drops, and then you can just move past him. And the funny thing is, here's what I do: so I tase him, mm-hmm. and then I take out my silenced pistol and go pop one in their head. Double tap. Well, because they're, if they're tased, then they they're can wake, they, can, they can wake up eventually. Right. Um, and then so, but see, I'm not the best. Far, you're not the best far away shot, I guess, with the, with the pistol. So that's mm-hmm. why I tase them and then go cap them in the head and kill them. <laughs> so it's kind of fun. they're not aware. Well, maybe if they faint from it, but I mean the instant kill. Was... Yeah, I don't know. Games are always one shot to the head. You're dead. Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of in weird real life get, too. Unless you get hit markers, and it's yeah. like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we're gonna jump into Aquaman. Woo. Um. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll be Aqu- out. Aquaman will be out. Um, it comes out uh, December twenty first. We actually got to go see it on That's December fifteenth, a week woo. before everyone else, because we're Prime members. Well, I well, am. you are, and then it was to the thanks of Stephen yes. that I was able to go. Yep. So it was it was really good. Um, so for those of you that haven't seen it yet. Um, there might be a few spoilers. We'll, we'll try to stay away from it, but right. I can't guarantee you 100% that we won't talk about something you won't want to hear. So um, just in case, maybe skip this for this week. Right. Because it'll be out for about five days. So if you didn't see it in the first five days, then just maybe be pause cautious. it and, yeah. and come back to us after you've seen it. If you're a person who don't, doesn't care about spoilers, go for it. But like I said, we're going to try as hard as possible to stay away from mm-hmm. spoilers. Um, if something comes up, we might shout spoiler alert before we talk about it. So then you'll know. Um, but for those of you don't, that don't know, um, Aquaman's origin, um, this movie does explain, explain it it in a very short period of time, which was really nice. Right. And it, it was smooth. And there was, there were slight flashbacks to his past that made sense for the movie, which Mm -hmm. was 
kind of weird though the whole willem defoe on the uh, beach where he was training him to fight just oh, yeah. so weird and it was they really did a, a good job at de-aging him too. yes it would have been really good if it was like a rocky montage training fight yeah. fight sequence that would have been awesome <laughs> where he's I in could... like the meat locker room or in, like punching meat and everything like... fish fish, fish. Oh, wait, pun- yes and we found out their diet too. yeah i did not i was not expecting mira to eat a fish right I mean, I thought fish were friends, not food. Right. You know, like in Finding Nemo, the sharks. Yeah. Fish, fish are, are friends, friends, not food. food. But then again, we wouldn't know what they would eat otherwise. Right. And I don't, I feel like they didn't have a, uh, there was no uh, uh, Aquaman reunion dinner. It was a fight, mm-hmm. but no Aquaman reunion, like, festival. Like, oh, Aquaman's back. Let's have oh, a party. Yeah, the king. I mean, the they could have done that at the end of the movie, but I'm kind of glad they didn't. That would have been. Oh, uh, really weird. Is that a potential spoiler? No. Okay. <laughs> they don't have a party at the end. Sorry. <laughs> hip hip hooray. So, spoiler alert. They don't have a party at the end for Aquaman's return. It'll be second. The next episode, next movie, they'll have a party for Aquaman. It'll begin. Confetti and, yes, cake it'll and begin. everything. Um, but yes, uh, for those of you that are unaware of the Atlanteans diet, they do eat fish. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's big fish, small fish, but... They ate a goldfish. They, she, yes, they ate a goldfish. Now, I don't feel like that. I mean, maybe they go fish. I don't know. I feel like that. Well, the, one of the one of the underwater like people, like the were like mermaid fish people. Yeah, they were. Well, they were called the fishermen. Yeah, and so I guess circle of life. I guess they would eat eat fish. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know, um, according to his first origin story ever. Aquaman, a.k.a. Arthur Curry, was the son of Atlant- Atlanta. Wait. At- Atlanta? Atlanta? Atlania? Was that how she pronounced her name? Atlanta. Atlana? Atlanta? Atlanta. Atlanta. That's where Atlantis came from. They were, they were oh, the lost yeah. city of Atlanta mm-hmm. from Georgia. It broke off. And, uh, <laughs> and she, she was named after Atlanta because uh, her dad really liked the Braves. And the Falcons, so he really liked that city, so we're going to name you Atlanta. Um, She was an Atlantean princess banished from Atlantis uh, due to her uh, interest in and frequent visits to the surface world, which they didn't really Really? talk to at all. It it, it seemed like... Now, I guess she was trying to... In the movie, Mm -hmm. she was trying to escape from being married to... I guess they never said it was an evil prince or whatever. But, but it was like was, a forced marriage, yeah, and then was she a, was washed up on the... And it looks like she was stabbed, too. Yeah, she was, was, she was, she was wounded. Was, which was really weird. Like, they didn't really explain... It's a mystery. Yeah. I guess she got in a fight, decided to leave. Sorry, husband. Sorry, gotta go. Or future husband, gotta go. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tom Curry, a lighthouse keeper, living in Amnesty Bay in Maine. So... I guess I didn't, I was always wondering where Atlantis was, and mm-hmm. I guess the Atlantic Ocean would make sense, make the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where she came in in Maine, I guess that would be a long way to go, because, I mean, right. would you think Atlantis was, when? okay, so when Atlantis was on land, when they had that scene where Atlantis was mm-hmm. high up, I, I pictured Atlantis being more tropical. Yeah, and warmer waters. Warmer, and... warmer waters. So going to Maine from all the way down there, that must, that's a trek. I yeah. mean, she could, uh, apparently Atlanteans can swim. Pretty fast. Like, pretty fast, like bullet speed mm-hmm. fast. 
and I mean, going to Maine. Why would you pick Maine? Go all, go, why would you go off the coast of Florida, man? I'm sure there's lighthouses there. Right. She could find a lighthouse New keeper. Orleans or something like. <laughs> well, that would mean you have to go into the Gulf. Oh yeah. But, or even up the coast, she could have stopped off in D.C. Right. There, there's a lot. Or Massachusetts. Oh my God. Could've you want you want a, you want a New England uh, guy with the the right. Boston accent. You go to Massachusetts and you can have some fresh clam oh, chowder, clam chowder, and some clam fish. Chata. She, oh my God, the fish would have been perfect for her in, in Boston. She was, she wasn't thinking. Uh-uh. She washes She's up in Maine. She, right. she went all the way north, man, as far north as you could possibly get. <laughs> Sad. Oh my God. So, a lot of people going to this movie are going to think origin story, which it kind of, like I said, it kind of was, but it it's, it's more, it. it's more about what happens after Justice League. Right. Like the whole movie really takes place. After after what the events of Justice League and he's still kind of the brooding, he'll save you know who he wants to who save. He saves. Now who were these guys like uh they weren't Russians, were they at the beginning of the they movie? Might have they, been Russian. Were they there is some some type of European um descent. And it seems weird, like does it matter does it matter as long as it's in international waters will he save right. anyone? Was that kind of the the thing? Because I felt like he was more prone to saving, like, the Norwegian people, like, in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Americans, I, I would say. But I guess anyone that's being pirated seems to be his... His, his, uh... People know. that he would want to save. Right. And, I mean, they seemed like these Russians were pretty friendly. And I guess right. I don't know what they were doing out in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Now, they could have been spying on the United States and Arthur Curry just, you know, helped out the bad guys. Right. But they were being pirated, so. And the guy that turns into Black Manta Mm -hmm. was trying to steal the sub Mm -hmm. to make it, make Atlantis seem like the surface world was attacking. Right. Now, in my, my, whatever, what I was seeing, Mm -hmm. who was driving that ship that fired those torpedoes on? I Think they it was, said was it, it was Black like, Manta? Was it, it was, or his crew maybe, or something like that? They said something about like it was efficient enough to do what it needed to do. No, but who was driving the sub? I think it. I think because it blew up in the end. It couldn't have right. been Black Manta. It I think a, it was, was controlled it by something. Oh, like, like remote control. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, well, who's driving yeah, this who's thing? Sacrificing themselves yeah. to, for the greater good of Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, or it could have been those random soldiers. The expendable ones. Yeah, the expendable ones. Hey, you, uh, your, your uh, army reserve for right for the uh, Atlanteans, right? Okay, get in the sub. And you're, you're probably gonna die. You're doing Just, this for your king. Yes, we want a war with the surface world, but you gotta sacrifice yourselves to in make order this to happen. Start, yeah, right. Now, <laughs> did you, okay? So we give. Let's quickly do this. Um, so, what did you think of the movie overall? Overall, I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't the best. Um, I will say that it's one of the best DCEU films. Yeah. Um, uh, I will say that. Um, it is a step up from the previous films. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a fun film. Um, I mean, kind of like we've been talking about, like, the CGI and stuff like that could have right. been better. Just, the city just seemed so colorful and i mean bright and, and bright i mean it's kind of like any any cgi these days like ghostbusters or everything's got to be like a neon or, or like a black bright. panther yeah it's got to be the bright color and 
it did kind of remind me of the Black Panther futuristic city. Right. Although it, it could have been bigger. I think right. I think the city was not shown to the perspective that Black Panther, like uh, Wakanda was. It, it wasn't shown on the grand scale. Like, oh my God, this is a city that people are living in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was a lot of funny things about the movie too. Like, like only people that are... Uh, born of royalty or apparently on land can breathe outside the water. Yeah, because like, a lot of people were, were struggling. Like, that guy rushed to the toilet bowl just to stay alive. It just seems weird to me. Like, what's in your blood? Okay, so the whole thing is you're, you lived underwater your entire life. You're right. born underwater. You so, can only breathe underwater. Now, I get Arthur Curry because he was born on land. Mm-hmm. But the whole, if you're of royalty... Like, is it, a, is it a superpower? Like, are you just... Yeah, because I don't get that. Because if you're all of, like, Atlantean blood, like, you yeah. think that you and why be... not the soldiers? I, I mean, the soldiers in the king's army, I mean, you figure they're... Superior enough. Superior enough to... enough to breathe out of the water. But no, they're in this... That, you know, the suits. The suits. Like, I'm glad Black Manta decided... when he got, Like, when he got that suit, I'm like, where's the Black Manta suit come from? And but dude does... scoop a suit. Well, yeah, but dude, like, ripped that, that sucker apart and re... Imaged it. Yeah, which yeah. is really funny. I'm like, here, here, this is the this is the best Atlantean technology we got. All right, now screw it all up, take it apart, and build what you want. And paint it black. And yeah. like I said, <laughs> after we watched it, um, there were a lot of interesting music choices. Like when I said um, when he was building his Black Manta suit, it was kind of like a, a poppy song. And I was like, especially for a bad guy, for a bad guy. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like uh, like music that would be playing when someone, a bad guy is building his suit. Yeah. Like you want some kind of like threatening kind of like what Vanko was doing in Iron Man 2. Where like... Yeah. The one thing I really wish they would have done is shown perspective of him outside the mask, kind of like Iron Man looking outside the mask. I wish mm-hmm. they would have done a Black Manta perspective mm-hmm. because... I want to know what he was like on the inside for those giant plasma beams to come out of his eyes and him not being blinded. Right. Like, like cause that's not how it was built. No. The, the gun was the plasma gun. Right. He and took then he that technology. Into... Yeah, he took the technology and put it in his mask, which obviously in the comics, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And I guess I don't know the origin of black Manta in the comics. If that was a similar origin of how he became Black Manta. And possible spoilers if we get into it. Sorry, guys. Yes, spoilers on Black Manta if uh, you don't want to hear about it. Fast forward about a minute and we'll we'll, we'll be done. Um, But I really want to know what his perspective on the inside of it was. Because we saw it when he was like, when he was fighting Aquaman as Black Manta, you saw him with his computer aiming and whatnot, but like, yeah, how is that like... How thick or like reflective? And do where's those the lines... plasma coming from? Is it coming from just the eyes, or, or is it like going over yeah, and then over through his head the... and through? But I mean, you would think there'd have to be extremely bright. I mean, it fucking blowed up a blew up a mountain. What if? Yeah, I forgot about that when he first he used testing the, the cannon. Pro- the cannon. I mean, unless he dumped down the ap- actual power he of it could've. inside. Well, remember his first test, it blew it a blew hole the in helmet. the whole. Uh, yeah, it shattered it. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I kind of want to know what the technology he put into 
stop that too. Maybe it was kind of like a, a one-way mirror type of thing where like it's only reflective or whatever on like the outside. And then, yeah. Whereas he like, I kind of was hoping he'd be kind of like Cyclops with this thing accidentally opening up and go just and just shooting everything. everywhere. Like, I can't control it. Close your eyes. And it's like, God. No, I thought um, they did. I mean, I, I felt his drive. Like I said, after we watched Aquaman, um, I liked it more than Black Panther, given the fact of like hidden futuristic cities um, and the characters. Um, I didn't feel Killmonger and where he was coming from, but from like Black Manta with what happened to him and then what Aquaman said to him. I mean, he was a good, good villain. I mean, I think it, to me, remember what I said, I was like, it ended too quickly. Yeah. Like granted... Okay, this is a spoiler. Spoiler. So, so, so pause now, moves. fast forward 30 minutes, or put it on mute or something. 30, 30 se- not 30 tasty. minutes, sorry, 30 seconds, 30 seconds. But if those of you have seen it at this point, don't worry about it. So at the end of the movie, Black Manta's floating on a raft. Uh, on a raft. So so you know his story is mm-hmm. is continuing. Okay, you guys, if you guys are back, we're unspoiling a little bit. But the actual interaction between Black Manta and Aquaman, just didn't last as long as you'd hope you I would hope I like I thought I thought as a bounty hunter or mm-hmm. pirate or whatever he would have been like side by side with Ocean Master within the fight right I thought that would have been kind of, he was in a scuba suit anyway so why couldn't he have been underwater and be in know? that huge clash of like the different like Ocean Master yeah and... like I think I think they kind of missed out on an opportunity to include that but in future movies, they have a whole think, film arc now that they can they can go with now. So the future of Aquaman, I wrote. I mean, what's your next baddie? Is it going to be solely Black Manta, he's, or how do you or how do you incorporate Atlantis? Because now he, he's king of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's going to get married to Mira, like in the comics. Mm-hmm. And is it is it going to be a halfsy halfsy? Like okay, so Aquaman's kind of the bridge between the surface world and. Atlantis. And Atlantis, or I guess there's multiple ocean cities. I wasn't under the impression the that there were other kingdoms underwater. Right. They're the suburbs of the suburbs of Atlantis. Of Atlantis, yeah, they're living in the St. Louis Park of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice city, but not as good as maybe a little rough crowd. Yeah, um, but but, is, but are they going to tie that? Is it going to be a baddie? Like, is it going to be Black Manta's? poisoning the oceans or like is it going to be something along that or obviously he ran into that the, doctor the crazy scientist. doctor scientist guy who i think he's so pissed off at the world right now that his thing would be poisoning the oceans or trying to kill the underwater sea so right. i could see where going on land and maybe finding his lab or finding where he's operating out of will be a, a huge part and i think like you said, this is like a Marvel Phase One type of movie. Mm-hmm. Do you start intertwining Superman, Batman, Flash, or I'd say even go lower if Birds of Prey does really well, or if Wonder Woman does really well? Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem like they're doing a cyborg movie, so maybe maybe incorporate cyborg into right into it. But I think that's what they need if the DCEU continues. Is let's start tying like slowly tying in mm-hmm. with other. You know, it's kind of like with Ant Man. Did, oh, damn, man. Who used Hawk, uh Thor. Was it Thor? Where like Hawkman Hawkeye first yes. appeared. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So so just intertwining these smaller characters mm-hmm. in in just 
just as fluff as, you know, making sure that people realize that it's all within the same universe. Right. As opposed to just saying, oh, Steppenwolf, you're, you defeated him. Great. They Yeah, they didn't really uh, reference a lot from the DCEU in Atlantis besides Steppenwolf. Yeah. Um, but I know I've, I've seen a lot of people uh, comment who have seen uh, Aquaman. Um saying that they, and you even mentioned it too, that they underused Black Manta, but um, he wasn't, like, it w- It would have been nice to see him the main line on the front line with Ocean Master. Um, I think it was a, a decent setup for him. Um, yeah, but you, got some, you got some origin out of it, but... Now he's got a whole film to himself because... But I suppose, but I, but so... so in comic book canon, at one point, Black Manta does become part of the Suicide Squad. So, that'd be kind of a cool tie If he's in, in the too. second one. Like, yeah, and like, okay, he gets, he goes around, he finally gets captured, and or, or maybe he is the guy that helps the Suicide Squad dismantle Bell Reeve, oh. and he can, you know what I mean? Like... Like I, like right. I feel and then like they meet so Lex really, Luthor and well, what was this Netflix? What we were talking about earlier, we were like, call us. We got we got stories, oh. to stories galore. Um, yeah, where we've got we've got tons of rich material, and we call Netflix, and then you can yeah. make stuff out of it because we have the ideas. Yeah, I think like, the DCE needs to use us now too. Right, we got all these ideas. These writers, aside from the television the, CW, right, the writers for the DCU just need our help. I think it's kind of like it's kind of like with Justice League, where they got uh, not James Gunn, but uh, uh, Joss Whedon, Joss Whedon to come in and write some funny jokes for Thor and and Iron Man and everyone to say right in Infinity War. So. Um, listen to our podcast if you like the way we chatter. Just yes. give us a call, DCEU. We got some ideas. We, Just don't steal the things we've already talked about right. thus far. Listen, listen to the fanboys because it's it's clearly you know obviously you're fans of this material. And don't get me wrong, they did a great job with the costume design too because Ocean Master looked like Ocean Master. Yep. And he Aquaman had, had his Aquaman had his aside okay, so we got Aquaman on the table and we'll post this on uh, our Instagram feed, but this was definitely not the Aquaman we saw. No, but he has the same colors. Yeah, though. so he wore the wore the suit and everything. He had his trident, but he's not blonde. No that would be he's really like a dirty blonde. Would it would like, it be really funny if uh if uh, Arthur Curry or Jason Momoa dyed his hair blonde for the next movie? Hey, because there were some blonde highlights within his hair. Oh, were there? I guess I wasn't really paying but that much attention. They did a real good job because um, obviously you only can do so much with practical sets yeah. for a movie with Aquaman that the majority of it's got to be CGI. Yep. And you got to make sure that it's good CGI. But they did a really good job with the way that the hair moved. Yes. And the talking bubbles that they improved on from Justice yes. League. Now, is this the... Now, you'll see the picture of this. Now, is this is the uh, Kraken thing that helped him out at the end of the movie, you think? Kind of looks like him. Kind of. Or is that that Cholulu or uh, what's that that creature monster that everyone fantasizes about where it's like... The Kraken? No. no. It's, there's a specific name. It starts with a C. It's like C-H-T-U-L-U. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. But that Kraken 
thingamajig. It was kind it of insane. was insane. It was kind of a cross between, like, an octopus and a... a crab. A and crab. And, I mean, that thing was everything, man. They dug that thing out of the trench and was like, come on. And everyone was just like, oh, shit. Like, it was big. It was... It was like the mother of sea creatures because then everyone just stopped and it was just taking on everybody. Yeah, he didn't even care. No. He didn't even care who we took out. All right, so found a fun article for everyone now that Aquaman has been released. Um, I found an article, you know, we like talking about fun facts. Woo. So 10 fun facts about Aquaman you didn't know. Now, here's the funny thing about these uh, fun facts that we always pull up. Me, Kev, probably the majority of our listening audience might already know these fun facts. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny that they call it fun facts you didn't know. Because a because lot of, people, a lot of people already know if they're kind of crazy on it. But for all the people who are brand new to Aquaman, that have never heard of Aquaman, or this maybe... This should be fun. This should be fun for you guys. Okay. So when it comes to DC superheroes, most people probably would not think of Aquaman. <laughs> or they think of him as a weirdo that talks to fish. As yeah, as a corny character that it's like really go with Aquaman. I mean, in the nineties, eighties, nineties, he was he was the corny. Did you ever see a suit from like the yeah. old school Justice League, like tights? I mean, that was yeah. all sixty six type Batman type costumes. Anyway, they, they have the gif of Aquaman too, where he's like riding on fish like skis, and he's yep. got other fish, and he's just like all smiles. And I was like. He looks really cheesy. He's not cheesy in this film, though. No, not at all. So as one of the most underrated heroes, Aquaman has a complicated history and strong powers. There is so much more to Aquaman other than him wearing an orange jumpsuit, talking to fishes, (laughs) or having a bad temper. Not merely a superhero, he is also one of the founding members of the Justice League, a king, and a wonderful husband. You can learn ten interesting facts about him by the end of this read. Alright, so, one, he was raised by dolphins. Did you know that? I wouldn't specifically think dolphins. I would have thought, you know, an upbringing from a lot of people. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it seemed in the movie he had a few. Yeah. But he did swim with the dolphins. He did. He did. So, born in Atlanta, the evil wizard and Atlantana and queen of Atlantis, young Aquaman was born with blonde hair. This was considered auspicious in Atlantean culture. Well... Maybe that's why they didn't go with the blonde. Well, they could have. They could have they tied in the whole he was born from a guy on land guy. Right. Why does this guy have blonde hair? Right. Uh, he's an outsider. He's not my father. He's not Mm-mm. my father. Yeah. Uh, causing him to be left for dead on a reef in the open. However, he also had the ability to breathe on land with the ability to talk to animals as well. Aquaman was raised by dolphins until he met Arthur Curry a lighthouse keeper who taught him how to be more human-like. Wait, Arthur met Arthur Oh, Curry. you... Was... Okay, this article either doesn't make sense or Aquaman didn't have a real name... At that time. At that time. And then they ma- then named they, him Arthur, Arthur Curry. Curry. That's really kind of an odd... Yeah, okay, if the, you guys know, we'll put a comment section below this and you can let us know if this is absolutely fact. It's kind of confusing. Yes. Okay, number two. Talking to fishes is not completely true. You may have the common misconception that Aquaman's main superpower is to communicate verbally with fishes. This is wrong to a large extent. The truth is, Aquaman can communicate with sea life and creatures through telepathy, and he can even gain complete control over them. This means that Aquaman can control dangerous sea animals such as sharks, whales, and stingrays to attack enemies on his behalf which you did kind of see in the film with his 
and then the pulse. Well, that and the pulse. You know, the pulse that went out Mm -hmm. to the in the and the whale. They pull a Pinocchio. This is really not a spoiler alert. You'll have to watch it. But they pull a Pinocchio in this movie, which is kind of funny. And he learned it from the movie. From the movie, not the book. It was a book. It was a book. Yeah. So, it it was telepathy. It was kind of I don't. I mean, I guess he kind of thought he understood him, which is weird. Because you did see in certain parts of the film where they're doing battle where he commanded their... Yes, and they do. I mean, obviously, how do you think you can ride a shark or any or other... Or Or the Kraken. You have to be able to control them with your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife is an assassin. You might be familiar with how Aquaman fell in love with Mera after meeting her for the first time. However, she held a secret for years. She was a queen in another dimension but felt a sense of belonging in Atlantis, despite being treated as an outsider. After losing their child in battle, she and Aquaman parted ways with her returning to her dimension. However, they started their romance again in 2010, Brightest Arc Day. She admitted that she was supposed to travel to another dimension to kill Aquaman, but fell for him instead. Ouch. Yeah. That definitely wasn't part of the movie. I think she was born from that king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From Dolph Lundgren, but I feel like, I don't know if he fell in love with her at first sight, but you yeah, can kind of feel their chemistry. Tell, yeah, they had chemistry. There's kind of... like nice crop top. That was uh, yeah. very appealing. Yeah. So as we know, he has a half brother. Yes, he does. You may remember that Aquaman's father was an evil wizard. But this is comic book. Remember, we're not talking movie, but mm-hmm. he still does have a half brother in the movie. Uh, with that, Aquaman has a half-brother, Orm, who is also the Ocean Master. Knowing he was, uh, he is a great threat to his power, Orm wanted to get rid of him. Makes which, sense. Which he wanted to. Right. Although Orm has a trident, he will be in pain from either using it or being separated from it. Was that... I don't... What did he use? He didn't use a trident. Or kind of. Did he? He, he used his biological Bi- father's, father's trident. Yeah. Yep. And that's probably why when when he lost that trident in that fight, and then Mira had to oh, take yeah. him away. He was kind of like, "Holy crap! I don't have this thing in my hand." Right, and he's like, "I'm I'm a failure." Yep. He is also very jealous of Aquaman, who managed yeah. to develop a romantic relationship with his cousin Kako, and was fighting to be the king of Atlantis as well. What's your name, Kako? Kako. <laughs> All right, we'll skip that one. <laughs> Uh, he has lost his hand before. Yeah, that's what I was mentioning. Yes. I was like, I wonder if he's going to get a hook in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was the king of Atlantis. He was consistently fighting with enemies and villains as well. As mentioned previously, his own half-brother was jealous of him and turned into a supervillain, which we saw. Mm-hmm. When Aquaman found out, he spiraled into depression. His sidekick, Aqualad, wanted to cheer him up by bringing them uh, to an investigation. Turns out it was only a trap by Sherbidus. 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 He <laughs> wanted to kill Aquaman in a full pool of piranhas. Wow. That's deep. But, yeah, but he can talk to fish. I don't think yeah, I don't know. Well. I don't think he was thinking about that one. Right. Aquaman, I'm dumping you in this pool of piranhas. You don't talk, can, don't talk to him. Right. You don't. know I can talk to fish, right? <laughs> don't do that. It'll spoil my plan. However, he missed and fell into the pool instead. While Aquaman only lost his hand to the piranhas, later he replaced his missing hand with a hook. And a nice-looking hook, too. So, future movies. Fu- it's like, future movies. Jason Momoa, the hook man. It's like one of those harpoon hooks. Nice. Yeah. 
His debut comic sold for $75,000. Nice. Not not quite as much as Detective Comics number one or Action Comics number one. Or like but... the first appearance of Spider-Man. Or... Yeah. But still, that's a decent hunk of change. That's a decent hunk of change. Uh, let's see. He has a fishing boat. I can see that. If so, he doesn't want to swim. Yeah. Instead of a fancy operation room or underwater throne, Aquaman spends most of his time in a, in a hideout, which is disguised as a wrecked fishing boat. It is a secret hideout where he plans his next moves. These lesser ten known facts about Aquaman are sure to impress any Justice League fan. As one of the essential Justice League members who is admittedly not as famous, Aquaman fans certainly look forward to seeing him in future in uh, feature more in future releases. Um, so fishing boat. So that was kind of like where uh, Willem Dafoe's character was kind of planning and doing all their stuff. So kind of an homage to yeah, an homage to that. Doing it inside of a shipwreck and then um, which they eventually found anyways and. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yes. Sorry. I keep forgetting. I will say real quick before we get to another fact that if you ever saw the the DC animated film Throne of Atlantis, um, it's from like the new 52. Uh, it's got the Justice League and how Arthur Curry becomes uh, uh, Aquaman and takes on Ocean Master like he does in this movie. If you like Throne of Atlantis, you'll like this movie. I like it. So, that's all the facts that we have today. But one thing I did want to bring up, um, we kind of skipped it here. So, Aquaman and his, like, powers, Mm -hmm. we never really discussed what powers he had. Because watching that movie, I felt like dude just was, like, Superman and couldn't die. Yeah, because he wasn't, he couldn't be impaled unless it was by Atlantean blade. steel. Yeah. Yeah. So, it says, so he can breathe underwater, check. Swim at tremendous speeds, check. check. And telepathically communicate with sea life. Check. Check. Okay. Being able to withstand ocean depths. They talked about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, He gets bonus points on land with his superhuman strength. So what makes it, wouldn't you you feel like being in the ocean would give you your, it's kind of like, okay, so Superman in his yellow sun Sun. gives him his power. Right. I feel like why would being on land give him stronger strength ability than being in the water? Wouldn't the water provide more of an essence to his abilities, yeah. like I feel like that. I right, don't know. I, mean, I feel you, like that seems see, so weird. And then he took the plasma right to his body. Right, he took the plasma right to his. He got thrown around by Steppenwolf, but then he took a plasma hit from Black Manta, and he. It looked like he had freaking burns burned, on his arm, but it didn't kill him or no. anything. I thought the whole point of using this new special cannon was to actually kill him. Maybe like, I thought that was the whole. Uh, from what you said too was that maybe he had to lower the power level for his helmet. Maybe that could um, be it. And then he also lifts that sub all the way from the depths to the surface, that nuclear sub. Yep. But and that was in the water. See, but see, that's see, what that, I was thinking. Right, so why? Water. So it says, you know, bonus points on land for his superhuman strength. But apparently, he has the same superhuman strength in the water, regardless. Right. It's like, how, but like, how could he get like? If he's so powerful, how is he getting knocked around by Steppenwolf? Like. Yeah. I don't know. Seems weird. Yeah. So he has enhanced senses and nearly impenetrable skin, yeah, which we, we did that. see, aside from the, the Atlantean. Atlantean steel. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, as a baddie, he almost was pretty much as powerful as Superman. Yeah. Aside from heat vision and freeze breath. Like, he, well, yeah, I, I, he he stopped 
steel that wasn't from Atlantis, but he didn't want to get shot at. But then he, but he did take a grenade though. Yeah, in the sub in the beginning. In the sub, but he didn't want to get shot at by the bullets. But he took a grenade. I so don't know. is he? He's obviously bulletproof. And grenade proof, and apparently plasma proof. Right. So, almost pretty much like Superman. It's he's Superman of the sea. Yeah, he's like tuna. He's the Superman tuna. He's, he's the, the Superman, Superman of the tuna. sea. He's yeah, Superman of the sea. That's just there's too much power though. Yeah. That's. But I mean, Aquaman is pretty cool. They make him cool in this movie. They do. Pretty they beefy. Redeem his image in this film. <laughs> he's not nerdy. No, let's he's just not say. pushing up his glasses and like let's go fight. Mm-hmm. And and at least and everyone knows who he is. He's not. He doesn't really have a secret identity. Yeah, he's not hiding from anybody. I guess no one really knows his name. Everyone's like, oh, who is the Aquaman? Oh, and, yeah. and then, but they'd recognize him. It's not like he covers up his eyes wearing glasses or a mask or anything. Like right. if someone saw him in the real in the real, well, kind of like the guys the, that were the in bikers. the bar. They were like, Can we get your photo? Photo, you're Aquaman. I don't know if they knew his or real Aqua name. Aqua Boy. Aqua Boy. You're Aqua Boy. Aqua Lad. That would have been a nice We need teaser. a sidekick. We need his Aqua Lad sidekick. That would be nice. That would have been a nice tie in. Maybe they'll do that in Shazam besides like the Superman clippings <laughs> and the Batman symbol. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this was fun. We definitely talked longer than we wanted to, but this oh, is what shoot. happens when we love things. Right. We talk longer. We did. Oh, we did. Obviously, tend to promise a shorter episode, and this might not about, be it. <laughs> but in about 45, 46 minutes, I think. Oh, that's, that's not relatively bad. not as bad as our other ones. No, where we talk oh, forever. So. No, no. All right, so first up, uh, be sure to sign up for your Loot Crate by the 19th of January for the next crate. Obviously, when this episode comes out, we, the past selves mm-hmm. of us recording, do not know the current theme. So be sure to check out our website, LootTimePodcast.com, for the most up-to-date theme and the franchises that we'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, our sponsors, Hot Comics and Collectibles. Uh, be sure to go to Richfield, Jordan, and New Hope, Minnesota, um, or their website, HotComicsAndCollectibles.com. Use the discount code ATLANTIS to save 20% on all Aquaman merch up until December 31st, 2018, the end of the year. Woo! And then it's gone. And then it's gone. All right, you can find us on social media at Loot Time Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us um, on Facebook at Loot Time Podcast. You can contact us via our website or at LootTime at Yahoo.com. Uh, make sure to listen to us too on iTunes um, if you're an Apple person. Uh, make sure to wait, rate and review us on iTunes. Give us, you know, five stars. Share yes, us. Let us know. Leave a nice little comment for us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't listen to us too on iTunes, you can listen to us on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Pippa, Podmas, pretty much any app that has Allows. podcasts, yeah. aside from SoundCloud, which we mentioned before. Uh, but be sure to listen to us on all of those, and then uh, make sure you head over to Smashbomb.com and review and review us. Search Loot Time Podcast on there and give us a review. So, until next year... Oh, man, that's crazy. Uh, until next year, I am Steven Skolansky. I'm Kevin Hebner. And that's all the loot time we have. Good night. Go.